welcome to Saturday Morning Sales Wisdom episode number two. Um, a couple of days ago, I actually did a post on LinkedIn titled, No, Stop Calling Me. And what does this really mean? So have you ever wondered why you are constantly told no whilst on the dog and bow? That's the phone for those out of the UK. And that making sales calls doesn't have to answer. So I covered in that post a variety of reasons what no actually means. And it's not necessarily straightforward. And earlier today, during a live LinkedIn audio event, um, I actually revisited that post and went into a bit more detail and asked the question, how can I get you, the prospect, the buyer, the purchaser, the client, to actually say yes. Now, in order to get to yeses instead of no's, you have really got to understand why are you getting the no's and what do they actually mean. And the the no's sometimes, well, especially if you're in sales, they're not necessarily straightforward. So the reason why you may get told no they're not interested or no call back or something or other is because once you've called into an organization chances are you've grabbed hold of someone potentially fingers crossed the decision maker and it's not a convenient time to be talking to be speaking so they'll just turn around and say no I'm not interested just to get you off the phone or no now it's not a good time etc other times you could be told no and what it could actually mean um, is that no could actually mean that I'm about to enter, I'm about to to enter a meeting, or I'm expecting another call. No, uh, that's what it could also mean. Or no in itself could also mean I'm really busy now, so now is not a convenient time to be speaking. So now within the sales environment and new business development um, doesn't necessarily mean no. I don't ever want to speak to you. However. I shall say from time to time, it can, it can mean that. Um, And especially if you end up receiving a flurry of colourful words, as I had in the past, it could mean that you're doing something, you're doing something wrong. And the, the person you're actually calling has been bombarded, not just by you, but numerous other other potential new business development professionals trying to get in front of them and they are literally just fed up. So what it also means, if if you are getting colourful words or even being threatened, it could mean that you're doing something wrong and that you're actually annoying them. Now, what could it mean that you're doing wrong? Now, I have preached this in the past on various LinkedIn audio events and I've also preached this on various podcasts that I've been on that if you're trying to sell and you haven't established a relationship or built up rapport and there's no trust there, you're a nuisance. So they'd rather have you stop calling them. So let's have a look at um, how do you get people to say yes instead of no. Like I said, well, Ideally, when you're calling into an organization, now remember, what we're covering here is we're covering business to business sales. We're not necessarily covering 
business to consumer because that's a different ball game altogether. I will say that there are definitely crossovers, but that is a uh, how should I just put it? They they aren't the same at all, including the value of the product stroke service offering. Now, let me give you a couple of examples. Some of you will know this, some of you may not know this. If, say, for example, you're working for a mobile telephone operator and you've got targets and you've got to sell X number of telephone contracts, the value of those telephone contracts and getting people to sign up, what, 50 pounds a month tops, maybe 70 tops a month versus a potential solution you're offering which could either be from several hundreds to several to several thousands of pounds and so on. Now, if you're selling a, a service, a product, or a solution, however you want to frame it, if you're selling something that required, well, that's going to cost a bit, and yeah, that's going to cost a bit, I shall say that uh, an initial call, from a complete stranger isn't necessarily going to cut it because they don't know who you are, why they should be talking to you, what your game is, and so on. So if I haven't said this, I'm going to say it now. Um, the purpose of the initial call, if you are in business development, obviously is to gain an appointment. That's the most obvious thing. You're cold calling into businesses, organizations, in order to get appointments for meetings for that face-to-face. -face. So when you do call, into an organization whether that be microsoft google or amazon say for example the purpose there isn't to sell especially initially the purpose is to actually get some time book some time aside with the decision maker so that you can then both go over what it is that you so you can go over what it is that you're offering who you've also helped within their field to make you look like an industry expert and whether or not there's an opportunity for you to work together or for you, the salesperson, to help them grow their business. Now, depending on what your value of what your solution offering is and what the value is, it may be one meeting and you get an invoice over after you've done some requirements capture, or you may need up to several meetings depending on the number of uh, decision makers involved in the purchasing process. So let's go all the way back to how can I get you to say yes? Well, let's just say we, now we know why you're getting the no's. It's because you're trying to sell or because you're not being genuine. Uh, timing is usually off. So how do we get a yes? Well, in order to get a yes, we've got to be understanding. So when you call into an organization, you know that chances are you're gonna get someone on the fly and they're not ready to take this call. They're not going to be ready to take this call because you will catch them in the middle of something. So when you catch someone on the fly, a short introduction as to who you are and what you'd like to achieve. Now, when I say a short introduction, I don't mean you start necessarily listing your products, your services, your solutions, and so on, and how you will make their life easy. No, because that's selling. Uh, I'll cover this in a moment, but when you do call in, you should actually know where you're calling from and what do you 
do. So, say for example, I'm calling in from a training center, a sales coaching center. If I was to call in, I would say, hi, my name's Oliver. I'm calling from Reconsultancy. We are a firm of sales trainers. It's as simple as that. If you are calling in from an information security firm, hi, my name's Oliver. I'm calling from, name the firm. Always name the business. And we are a firm of information security consultants, or we are a group of IT vendors, or something or other. It's very short, it's very sweet, it's straight to the point. Now, the reason why we keep it this short is because sometimes the more you talk, the greater the risk or the greater the chance of you talking your way out of an opportunity. It's just like some of those dreaded emails you get where instead of saying, hi, Oliver, my name is Mr. Biggs, I'm calling from this firm, I'm writing you from this firm, we do this, I'd like to arrange your time. Okay, I might be interested, I might be in the market for that. It's easy for me to understand straight away, rather than there being numerous paragraphs. Now, when you generally receive spam, and I'm sure everyone today does receive spam, it's easier if there's one or two paragraphs versus several paragraphs or even a couple of sentences, a few sentences, um, rather than several, just to say what the purpose for the call is or why they're writing to me. And I would also like to say that um, not only have you got to know where you're calling from and what it is that you do, again, you're not selling, you're just saying what it is that you do. Very important. You've also got to know who you're actually speaking to. Um, there are exceptions to this, um, but there are people out there that they they literally just call into an organisation, they don't know who to speak to, and they wing it. Now, if, you, if you're winging it, you're definitely not going to get a yes. You're definitely not going to get a yes. And there's no reason why you should not have a contact's details especially with the use of LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn is a great tool. You can search for specific titles, seniority, you can go via industry, companies, and so on, and you can even create your own list of which to target. So there shouldn't be a time where you are literally just calling in saying, hi, I need to speak to someone in marketing, please. Hello, I'm calling from this firm and I want to speak to someone in accounting. Because as soon as you say that or ask say those things the gatekeeper of which i shall call them at this moment in time will know that it's a sales call and will most likely ask you have you spoken to this firm before have you worked with us name their company before and generally you'll turn around and say no i haven't and they will obviously say to you great send in some information send in some information and they will give you a generic email address once that's done, your days at that company are doo-dooed, if I can put it that way. Now, when to put things into context, how do we go from the no's to the yeses? Uh, many years ago, when I initially started in sales, my official role, and I was given my spreadsheet, a desk, telephone, and I had to use my own laptop, etc., and my own mobile phone. Uh, I was getting screamed at, I was told no, I was getting called 
all types of names under the sun, even being physically threatened, though they didn't know where I was actually calling from. And the reason why was because, yes, I was trying to sell. Uh, and the funny thing is that what I was selling was I was actually working for numerous IT vendors in the city. So when you work for the, for IT vendors, you know it's not going to be a one, well, in hindsight, you know it's not necessarily going to be a one call, I want you to buy my product. Um, the conversation itself would actually require, did actually require further calls of which I wasn't necessarily selling. It just required further calls to understand what it is that they do and who are the decision makers in the process. Now, I've already got the yes in order to get this, but it was the actual approach in in getting them to agree for a follow-up call or a meeting face-to-face. Now, if you're lucky, uh, and I don't know if, if luck's the right word to use, when you do call into an organisation, they are actually in need or serious need of what it is that you have to offer. And they may even say, don't bother come to us. We're going to come to you and give you a date because they are in dire need of a solution that potentially you can actually address, whether it's in accounting, IT, information security, uh, even if it's in recruitment and they've got a big problem with their recruitment process or a specific department. Sometimes if it's a specific department, it could even be that they've got someone there that's as old as their furniture, that's too stubborn, and letting all the the new recruits, the new hires go, just because of their seniority. It really depends. Um, If you like the sound of this, or you've got any questions, drop me an email. That's Oliver at readconsultancy.com. That's O-L-I-V-E-R at, now I'll spell it for you, read, R-E-A-D-E, like read a book with an E at the end, consultancy.com. And until the next podcast, you know what to do. Stay awesome.